Chapter 2 Despite how strange he had looked to me at first, Queequeg soon became a welcome companion. After our first night sharing the tiny room together, he made tea with his own leaves on the fireplace. What is it that brings you to Massachusetts? I asked. Accepting the delicious smelling tea, Queequeg smiled and grabbed a long stick from a corner of the room. On one end, there was a pointed iron arrow that glistened in the firelight. This, he replied. I am a harpoonist. The best. I stared at the harpoon. The impressive weapon was used to kill whales. It took a strong arm with an eagle-eyed aim to launch a harpoon into the sea at just the right spot. Harpoonists were an important part of a whaling ship's crew. Are you looking for a whaling ship too? I asked. Queequeg nodded. I have heard of a captain who wants to set sail in the next few days. His name is Ahab, and his ship is the Pequod. We can find him together. I was grateful to Queequeg. I accepted his offer to help me on my adventure. The next few hours proved to me that Queequeg was not lying about his skills with a harpoon. He used it to shave his face and to carve his meat. He rested it on his shoulder as we walked to the ferry port, as though it weighed no more than a twig. It was more like an extension of his arm than a deadly weapon. Wherever he went, Queequeg was noticed. While the rest of the residents of Bedford wrapped themselves in coats and scarves against the December air, he simply threw on a thin waistcoat over his bare chest. His tattoos shone in the winter sun. I felt a sort of proudness as I walked next to him, this traveler from another land. We took the first ferry of the morning to Nantucket together. I could feel my adventure was on the horizon. How long have you boys been whaling for? asked Mr. Peleg. He was an older gentleman in smart clothes and a top hat. After Queequeg and I reached Nantucket, we were told that Mr. Peleg was the owner of the Pequod. He would decide if we would get a place on Captain Ahab's crew. Long time, replied Queequeg, his arms folded. Despite their difference in appearance, Queequeg matched the gentleman in height and looked him straight in the eye. What about you? said Mr. Peleg, looking at me. I've been a sailor for many years, sir, I replied, but I want to be a whaler now. Mr. Peleg frowned at Queequeg and me. You see, boys, what I have in front of me is a man with no whaling experience and a man carrying a harpoon. Who's to say either of you would be any good aboard my ship? Queequeg cleared his throat and took the harpoon from his shoulder. You see that sign there, he said, pointing to a wooden sign for fishing bait far in the distance. Mr. Peleg nodded, uncertainly. Then, in one fluid movement, Queequeg launched the harpoon. It seemed to weave its way through the air, dodging the sailors and dockers. It landed perfectly in the middle of the sign. Queequeg turned and smiled at Mr. Peleg. Mr. Peleg coughed with surprise. You have proved your point, Mr. Queequeg. Welcome aboard the Pequod. Him too, said Queequeg, nodding his head in my direction. Mr. Peleg sighed. He didn't want to risk losing Queequeg as part of the crew. Fine, he said. 
him too.